What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The numbers told the story, they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Monday morning to you. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the Visa app game, plus iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, and of course the DK Network. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. Monday morning at Bar Canada at the D. Let's go. It's happening. We've definitely been prepared and ready to do this show for 34 minutes now. We have. We didn't just turn on the lights. Lights just turned on <laughs> two seconds ago. And Kelly and I were like, oh yeah, lights. We could have done this for an hour without realizing they were on. <laughs> hey, uh, happy Thanksgiving, Kelly Bidlin. Happy what, Thanksgiving what, week. What is more awkward? Uh, saying happy Thanksgiving prior to the holiday. This applies to any holiday. Well, Christmas is the only thing because people say Merry yeah, yeah, Christmas. Yeah. No, I know where you're going. Happy Thanksgiving prior to the holiday or the day after Thanksgiving still coming out with a happy Thanksgiving. Mm, it's more you're kind of going Larry David, the whole happy New Year's thing here on me. I got gotcha. you. Um, I think I think Happy Thanksgiving. You're you are now okay to say as of today. As of today, I agree. And it needs to stop on f- after Friday. I agree. I think but that's you get perfect. you get till sundown on Friday, I and like then it. it needs to stop. I like it. We will adhere to those rules. Uh, this is guessing lines for week number twelve in the National Football League. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with this process, I'm unfamiliar with the lines of week twelve. I'm in a cocoon. I guess what they are. Kelly will tell me what they are afterwards. Within that process, we hope to extract value. It has been a spectacular process all year long. Um, it has gotten us to winners week after week after week. One week, uh, week five, I think it was, it was terrible. Every other week, including this past one, were the two games we liked the best here, or at least that I did, Minnesota and Cleveland both got there. It was, it was Plinko at the end for Minnesota for sure, and some might argue for Cleveland. I'd argue in both cases it shouldn't even gotten to a Plinko uh, situation. We'll get into, in, in that whole process, we go through everything that happened yesterday in the NFL as well, and what a day it was. Uh, with some of these outcomes, we'll get to it all momentarily on this Thanksgiving week, where we got three games on Thanksgiving, and I know we got a Black Friday game as well. I know that from Circus Survivor. And speaking of Survivor, there were 609 of the of the original 9,267 entries left, still alive, heading into this past week in Circus Survivor. Thousand dollars a pop per entry, nine million two hundred sixty-seven thousand dollars at stake. Of those 609, Kelly. Almost 40%, 38.92% knocked out, 237 knocked out this, uh, this past Thursday and Sunday, really all yesterday, 372 left, 372 players are left, uh, most yesterday knocked out on the Washington Commodores. If I had had them left, I'd have used them too. 
372 left. Uh, that means 8,895 of the 9,267 eliminated. 95.99% eliminated. 372 left. Last year at this time, there was only 74 left. 98.6% had been eliminated. So 372 left. The intrinsic value of each of those remaining 372 entries is... You're going to tell me. $24,911.29. Do you know how many rebuy opportunities I would need at this point to still be alive? It'd be two for me. Okay. I, I think it would be minimum three. Because this one for sure. I, I would have been out on this too. I Well, I did the Dallas-Detroit thing, and I would have had Dallas yesterday. I got Detroit on Thursday. But that it, the second one is a beautiful thing because it the, the self-loathing goes down to zero. Yeah, yeah. Because you're so angry. You're so upset with yourself. I wasn't really with Washington because that's how I wanted to play it. But for most, when they lose in a heartbreaking fashion, you're just, it's so brutal. But then when you lose the second time, you're like, oh, it wouldn't have mattered anyway. Yeah, it do, it do, definitely does mentally help. That's yes. for sure. For sure. So congratulations to uh, the remaining 372, uh, or those that are responsible for those 372. Tony Farmer uh, over there at Odd Shark, uh, and apparently he is using uh, Survivor Atlas for these stats of the remaining 372. First of all, he has two of them. But of the remaining 372, Kelly, there are only 41 people that have more than one entry. This gets back again to my philosophy that huh. having multiple entries ultimately doesn't matter. Now, people are like, oh, what do you mean? They probably they had so many more and they played it and they have. In the end, everybody has one, typically speaking. So only 41 of those 372 have more than one. Only 14, oh, so of those 41, 20, excuse me, 14 of those people uh, have three plus entries. Well, I'll tell you what, let me do it one, let me do it this way. Let me do it systematically. Six have three left. So what is it? It's, it's uh, I'll do the math. It's 27 have two. 27 people have two entries. Six have three remaining. Two, two have four. Two people have four entries remaining. One person has five entries remaining. Oh, two man. people have six entries remaining. What? One has eight and two have 10. So again, oh, only 41 with over one with more than one entry. 27 have two, six have three, two have four, one have five, two have six, one have one has eight, two have ten. Thank you, uh, Tony Former. Thank you, Survivor Atlas, for those numbers. All right, Circus now, Survivor now I need, breakdown. Like, the deep dive, like poker stack, like percentage uh, chance of those guys getting home with. I mean, two. You've got two with ten left. He also you had, have to have a sizable advantage over the field with that. He also had 16 entries, have no Thanksgiving favorites left. No Miami, Dallas, Detroit, or San Francisco. 56% okay. have Detroit available, 24% Dallas, 11% San Francisco, 9% Miami. Thank you for those numbers. Shall we do a Thanksgiving game here before uh, we have to go to commercial? Yeah, let's do it. Let's get the open up and run it. Yes, it lines. Yes, it lines. 12, as I check the Sure, keeping my DiMaggio-like streak alive of not remembering that we have that open. <laughs> it's okay. That's why I'm here, man. <laughs> All right, Thursday early, we start with the Lions. Packers at Lions, 1230 Eastern. The 4-6 Packers after their win over the Chargers yesterday, the 8-2 Detroit Lions. Uh, the Packers yesterday against the Chargers. They, they win this game, but boy, oh, boy. I don't know how they did. Uh, fourth and two at that midfield, 11.09 left in the first quarter. 
Uh, Green Bay with the ball, one-yard loss, but uh, Joey Bosa leaves with a foot injury uh, at that point in the game. Chargers end up with a fourth and four. They do not They do not convert, by the way. Fourth and four for the Chargers, the Green Bay 43, 9-41 left in the first quarter. They do not convert. Herbert incomplete intended for Parham. Later, it's three to nothing Chargers after a Dicker 25-yard field goal. First play, second quarter, Jaden Reed for 32, seven to three, Green Bay. Chargers go 75 yards, six plays. Herbert to Stone Smart for 51, 10 to seven Chargers, 12-16 left in the second quarter. It would be 10 to 10 at halftime after uh, Anders Carlson missed a 52-yard field goal, but made a 28-yarder, so 10 to 10 at the break. Now here's where the Chargers got charged. Allen, Keenan Allen drops a sure seven-yard touchdown pass. Chargers have to settle for a Dicker 26-yard field goal, 13 to 10 Chargers. Remember that. After a trade of punts, Green Bay goes 70 yards. Love to Watson from 11. 16-13 Green Bay. Missed Carlson PAT and third quarter. Ensuing drive, maybe the biggest play of the game at the time. Chargers matriculate from their own 25. Second and goal. Eckler tackled by Kenny Clark. Fumbles. Second and goal. At the two, he fumbles. Rashawn Gary recovers after a Green Bay punt. Remember that play. After a Green Bay punt, Chargers go 63 yards. Herbert to Allen for 10, 20 to 16 Chargers. But then Green Bay goes 75 on the following drive. Love to Dobbs from 24 out. 23-20 Green Bay, 233 to go. Chargers, four and out. But they had all three timeouts. Green Bay, three and out. The Chargers get the ball back with 127 to go at their own 20. Third and six from their own 30. Herbert deep to Quentin Johnston behind the defense on his hands. Drop. Nope. And then on fourth and one from their own 35, Herbert's pass batted down, ball game. Green Bay wins 23-20. What's that, three plays we counted? The Allen drop, the uh, the Eckler fumble at the two, and then the Quentin Johnston drop. Green Bay wins at 23-20. Jordan Love, 27-40 for 322, two touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked three times. Uh, Jaden Reed, 46 on the ground, 46 receiving, get a touchdown on the ground as well. And then there's Detroit. First drive of the game, Chicago 75 yards. Dante Foreman in from one, seven to nothing, Chicago. Goff would throw a pick then. Tyreek Stevenson getting it, but didn't lead to anything. Chicago had to punt. But Detroit, second drive. Goff picked again by TJ Edwards this time on first and 20 of the Chicago 45, 14 38 left, second quarter. Then two plays into the Chicago ensuing drive. Fields to Tyler Scott, hit by Cameron Sutton, fumbles. Alex Anzalone recovers at the Chicago 34. A play after Goff almost throws a pick six. That would have been his third pick of the game. Instead, Gibbs in from two, seven, seven, nine, 23 left in the second quarter. After a Santos, 30 one-yard field goal made it 10-7 Chicago. Detroit gets the ball at their own 25 with 147 left in the half. Goes 75 yards. Goff to St. Brown from 7 out. 14-10 Detroit halftime. You're like, okay, Detroit's just going to roll from here. Nope. Third quarter after Detroit punt. Santos, 53-yard field goal, 14-13 Detroit. Then ensuing kick. Craig Reynolds popped. Fumble. Recovered by DeMarcus uh, Gates at the Detroit 43 plays later. Fills to DJ Moore from 39 out. Touchdown. 20-14 Bears. 4.41 left third quarter. Ensuing drive. Third and six at their own 46. Goff picked over the middle by Tremaine Edmonds. Goff just reverting to his old self. Chicago short field starting at the Detroit 43. That leads to a Santos 40-yard field goal. 23-14 Chicago. 14-12 to go. Another Detroit three and out. Another Santos field goal. This from 39. 26-14 Chicago now. 4.15 to go. Detroit then... With four minutes and 15 seconds left in the game, Kelly, they're down 12. They wake up. Six plays, 75 yards. Golf to Jamison Williams from 32. And just like that, in one minute and 20 seconds, it's 26-21 Chicago. Then, of course, a Chicago three and out. Detroit takes over, down five with 233 to go. 73 yards and 11 plays. None of the plays longer than 13 yards. Sort of a casual matriculation. Montgomery in from one with 29 seconds left. Two-point conversion. Good golf to Laporta. 29-26 Lions. Then... Fields sacked by Hutchinson. Ball kicked out of the back of the end zone by Darnell Wright. Hutchinson kicks it to the moon after that. No flag, by the way, which could have come into play. 31-26 Detroit ball game. 
That was the most stealth, come from behind, wait, what just happened finish that I can remember. Goff, 23 of 35 for 236, two touchdowns, three picks. He was sacked twice. Gibbs, eight for 36 on the ground with a touchdown, six catches for 59. They were out time of possession, the Lions were. 40 minutes and 24 seconds to 1936. And they were minus two in turnovers, but it led to only plus one Chicago net point. Green Bay at Detroit to start Thanksgiving. I'll say the Lions by seven. Even touchdown. Yeah, you are very close. Seven and a half right now at DraftKings. Uh, I did lay the seven yesterday. You did? Yeah, yeah. Small and I might be involving this in teasers. This is, I, I think you made a great point about this Lions defense becoming a little shaky, you know, now kind of towards middle of the season. You brought that up last week. You don't trust them as much. Hear you on that. I still think this Packers team is pretty, pretty terrible. They should, Packers shouldn't have won yesterday. I don't know how the Lions did. Lions are nothing there for me doesn't leap off the page. More of this, more Guessing Lines, Week 12 next, Numbers Game, VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, Listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here are three reasons Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. We use food-grade ingredients. We have a wide selection of varieties, and they all come in two strengths. Find Zinn at a store near you. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you haven't become a VSIN Pro subscriber yet, now's your best chance to sign up and save. Sign up on our Black Friday special today and get VSIN Pro access to everything we do from now through May 1st for only $60. That's $60. Sign up today, get access to daily best bets, unlimited access to our exclusive betting splits, premium analysis, and 24 7 video access, plus all our betting guides and best bets for the upcoming college bowls, the Super Bowl, and March Madness. Don't miss our best new subscriber offer of the year. Visit slash subscribe to sign up on our Black Black Friday special now. 
That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin guessing lines for week number 12 in the National Football League. Uh, as we roll in here, the music is blaring at the D. And this morning, uh, they were playing Bob Seger's uh, We Got Tonight, which uh, I have annoyingly been singing now in between every uh, segment, every chance I get. And Kelly wants it out of his head. So I'm just going to do it for the rest of the show. Only night moves. That's the only song loud. <laughs> it's just, okay, by Seeger. Only we figured, song. And we figured out, because we're geniuses, that it's the D. Uh, Derek Stevens is from Detroit, and they're playing a lot of Bob Seeger. I think we I think we're dots. reading too much into it. Maybe. Maybe. Because otherwise cool. we're missing some great kid rock around here. They, okay. they show enough play a lot of Bob Seeger here, though, <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Uh, F1, I have, to, I have to get all this in on this show. I know we have to guess lines, but I have to get all this in. F1, the Formula One race here, uh, on Saturday night. We're going to compartmentalize. There's two, there's two conversations to be had. Let's talk about the race itself. First of all, let's flash up a picture. This was my vantage point. This is on the roof of my building uh, watching the race. Glorious Las Vegas, Nevada. Let me just say this. And, and better than you were expecting, right? Well, I, I mean, I know what my view is. But the fact that we got to see where my vantage point is uh, is uh, the corner of the Strip and Harmon. For those who are uh, unfamiliar with the street names, it's right where the Cosmo and the Aria, the street right in between the Cosmo and the Aria, uh, perpendicular to uh, Las to, to, the, to the Las Vegas Strip. So they're coming down that picture. They're coming down the Strip at 240 miles an hour. And my vantage point was perfect because I'd see them at 240, then I'd see them have to slow down, right? We got them where they had to slow down and make not quite a 90-degree left turn, yeah. but enough so that I sound like my dad was like, what do you mean they throw the baseball 100 miles an hour? I couldn't believe like these cars are able to stop so smoothly like that and turn. But we got to see where... You know, Leclerc uh, passed Verstappen the first time perfectly. And I had a bunch of F1 hardos up on the roof with me, and they had their TVs, and they were giving me all the play-by-play. So it gave great context to it. So let me just say this. The race itself, those that period of time when the race was happening, was gorgeous. Las Vegas, Nevada never looked more beautiful. That was the best sort of advertisement for this city that there could ever be. And let me just say the part that I watched on TV, too, from Sky Sports. Sky Sports did a phenomenal job televising this. And American sports media that does, the broad, that does golf broadcasts could learn a lesson from them. Because they didn't just focus on the leaders. They focused on everybody. Oh, here's, a, here's someone passing you know, for eighth place. Someone, they did such a great job of that. In golf, we see with every tournament, it just, wait, why aren't you showing so-and-so who's in third place? Can we see one, you know? And so there was a lesson to be learned from that. But Las Vegas never looked more beautiful. The race was awesome. Uh, it was electric that night. Like, the whole thing was surreal. Like, I can't believe they pulled this off. And so in that respect, you got to give them props for that. However, everything else that we endured for this, right, the six months of construction, the arrogance of security, the, the weekend, the fact that everything, every square inch in this town was monetized, probably some politician was greased and nobody has the, you know, the courage to do an investigation on it. Um, it's a 10-year contract, but I will tell you this, what it's going to come down to. They're just going to look at the economics. Did the city, did the strip make more money than it otherwise would have? And all the indications, by the way, are that it might not have. Yeah. And so we'll see. We'll see how this goes down. I mean, the only the only day I got remotely close down there was that was Thursday night. Yeah. And I was a little I don't want to say I was shocked because I knew it was Thursday. I knew it still wasn't like Friday, Saturday, but crowds were light around the Caesars the Great Caesars Palace. 
It was pretty darn cool on Saturday night, man. It was, it was. I mean, I saw all of ten minutes. Like the fact ago. that it happened, like it's surreal that that they pulled this off. It, that, it was yeah, incredible. That part is, but I mean, it's not so. It's not as as surreal when we've been sitting through it for uh, seven months or no, whatever. You, it's, it's, I, yeah. People people who have been here long enough say it was worse than that NBA All Star Weekend. The six months of this was worse than worse than that famous NBA All Star Weekend. Let's do another Thanksgiving game. All right, next up, we got the Commanders at the Cowboys. Oh, the Commodes. Four and seven Washington Commodes against the uh, Dallas Cowboys, who are seven and three. Uh, what a traditional Thanksgiving matchup this is. Detroit and Dallas, obviously, with home games traditionally on Thanksgiving each and every year. Washington loses to the Giants. I do not know how this happened. Uh, first drive of the game, they sacked Tommy DeVito twice, but uh, uh, which, would, which would be a portent of things to come. But then Howell was picked his first drive deep by uh, first drive deep by Nick McLeod. They would sack Washington would sack Devito five times in the first quarter, the most in the first quarter by any team of an opposing quarterback since 2006. After Giants three and out, skin second play on the drive. Howell to Logan Thomas hit by Michael McFadden. Xavier McKinney recovers at the Washington 47. That led to a short field and Devito to Saquon 24-yard touchdown pass. Seven to nothing Giants. 6:29 left in the first quarter. The one guy that can beat you. They couldn't stop him. After a sly 23-yard field goal to make it 7-3, and after a trade of punts, Giants fourth and two at the Washington 34. 10-18 left second quarter. Incomplete pass. But after the skin, uh, after Washington three and out, Giants go 62 yards. DeVito to Darius Slayton for 40. 14-3 Gigantes. Washington then goes 75 yards. Howell in from eight in a on a play where he was like a pinball. Knocking off players, ended up on the ground. Flags were thrown 14 to 9 because Sly misses the PAT. Uh, that would be the halftime score. Opening kickoff, second half. Byron Pringle fumbles for Washington. Javarius Owens recovers the Washington 34. But the Giants go backwards on the seventh and eighth sacks of DeVito of the game. Skins then matriculate. Sly from 42. 14 12. Giants, maybe Washington could pull this off. After another three and out for the Giants, punctuated by the ninth sack of DeVito, Washington has first and 10 at the Giants 35 with 51 seconds left in the third quarter. And Chris Rodriguez Jr. is hit by Xavier McKinney, recovered by Micah McFadden. The turnovers one after another. That would lead to a giant 67-yard drive. Saquon for 36 to start it. DeVito to Saquon from five out to end it. 21 to 12, Giants 13-32 left. Howell then picked by Darnay Holmes when he just threw it up for grabs. Led to a Bullock 36-yard field goal, 24-12 Giants, 6.48 to go. Washington would then go 75 yards. Howell to Dotson for 8, 24-19 Giants. Then after a Giants 3-and-out, Washington down 5 with the ball at their own 19, 149 to go. They can do this, Kelly. They get it to first and 15 at the Giants 48. Howell trying to throw it away instead. Picked by Isaiah Simmons to Paydirt to the hizzy 31 to 19 Giants ball game. Howell 31 of 45 for 255. One touchdown, three picks, sack four times, three carries for 35 and a touchdown. They outgained the Giants. Washington did 403 to 292. They out first downed them 28 to 13, but they were minus six. Let me repeat that. Minus six in turnovers. Six turnovers for Washington, none for the Giants, which led to plus 24 Giants net points. You ain't winning Survivor. You ain't winning any football game going minus six. Yeah. And yet they had a chance to at the end. Well, they were minus five at the time when they had a chance to. And then there's Dallas. Oh, Dallas. By the way, Isaiah Simmons also continues his, uh, like, once a year. You're like, oh, yes. this guy could be a really good exactly football player. Right. Well, he really could be. No wonder 
where he was drafted, but where he was drafted. Uh, out of Clemson. Dallas, after uh, teams traded, Dallas beat Carolina. After the teams traded punts, Dallas went 83 yards. Dak to Luke uh, Schoonmaker from 18 out, 7 to nothing. Dallas, 320 left first quarter. 10 to 3 over, over Carolina now. Dallas takes over their own 40 with 156 left in the second quarter. They go 60 yards on the strength of two. Carolina unnecessary roughness calls. Dak to CeeDee Lamb from 5 out, 17 to 3. Dallas at the half, and you're like, oh, the route is on. Not so fast, though. Third quarter after a trade of punts, Carolina went 90 yards on 17 plays. 90 on 17, during which the Panthers converted a fourth and two at their own 49, and a fourth and se- it was it was a fourth and seven until Dallas ran into the kicker. Then Bryce to Thielen for uh, Bryce to Thielen for 16 to convert that. Then a fourth and three at the Dallas 28. Young to Thielen for three, and then a fourth and one at the Dallas 16. Miles Sanders for three. Three plays later, Young to Tremble from four out. 17 to 10, Dallas. 159 left in the third quarter, and you're like, oh, Carolina might cover this. <laughs> they might be in this game. Nope. Dallas then goes 75 yards. Pollard from 21, 24 to 10, Dallas. The first play of the ensuing drive, Bryce picked by Deron Bland. How many times have we said that this year? Said this this year. 31 yards to the house, 30 to 10, 13.48 to go. I'll tell you how many times. Four. Bland's fourth pick six of the year is fourth. Tying the record for the most in a season. And at that point, he had seven-plus games left of football to break it. He's got seven games left to do it. Uh, they'd win at 33-10. to 10, No use to continue. Dak, 25 of 38 for 189. Two touchdowns, no picks. He was not sacked. And Dallas held Carolina to 13 first downs, just 187 total yards. Remember, 90 on that one drive. And Dallas was plus two in turnovers. That led to 10 Dallas net points. Washington at Dallas. Second game on Thanksgiving. I will split the difference between the seven and the ten. I will say the Cowboys by eight and a half. You off. It is up to 11. Cowboys Whoa. 11. Was I think this opened like 10 and a half yesterday is where it was at, and then we're up to 11 now. Remember uh. we used to talk about a bunch at the beginning of the season, how shocked I was, all these big favorites. There always be this dog money initially. It feels like the past few weeks that started to flip. And we're back Do to I, the big favorites getting big, get money early. Do I really want to take Washington? Oh, you know you do. It's Thanksgiving. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought I was going to enjoy my Thanksgiving. Now I've got to sweat it. Do I really want to take them in a contest, let alone a bet? Oh, no. One more Thanksgiving, one more Black Friday game to get to. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. 
But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We get tweets at Beating the Book. Always appreciate all the uh, feedback from everybody. Best listeners in the game. Angriest guy in Kentucky, Kelly. Please do me a favor. Do not mention Taylor Swift this morning. Help keep me out of the penitentiary. And then he writes about seven more tweets about this very subject. I think we just did mention Taylor Swift, didn't we? Uh, Israel Negron, he says, any chance you, you can have that Formula One guy back on before this weekend's race? He was awesome. Oh, yeah. Phil, uh, Phil Bobbitt? Phil Bobbitt. Was incredible yeah. with his Formula One picks. He was tremendous. Good on him. Yeah, Buddhist man. Get get at us. I think I think he was tracking them all, but it was like, I mean, I think five or six dogs that he hit it. Like, he we're was talking, killing it. We're talking anywhere from like. But they, they seriously moved from the time he was on to race time. Oh, well, well, some of those, some of those would have based off of the qualifying stuff. Yes. So like he hit on some of the qualifiers, right? Yeah. Then the odds would move after that. Tom F, T for three. Is there any chance Jack Del Rio still has a job at the end of a numbers game after that little dust up yesterday? <laughs> threw, in, threw in a little politics in that tweet. See what he did there? Uh, okay, Web 12-66, angriest guy in Kentucky. Okay, all right, okay. Uh, this is from... Uh, uh, this is from uh, Jesse Welch. Wouldn't it wouldn't be guessing lines Monday without Gil railroading through that open? <laughs> this is so true. Uh, this is from. Uh, this is also about the open. Buddhist man. It's truly amazing that Gil continues to forget about the guessing lines opening with the live band sitting right next to him every week. <laughs> true pros. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Ryan. Yeah, he gets really excited to do guessing lines. <laughs> I really okay? am. And Kevin Ryan. After surviving using Detroit in multiple teasers, I was holding Vikings plus two and a half and under 42 and a half. Thank God I passed out drunk and missed the failed two-point Broncos try. My heart can only take so much. Oh, we will get to that for sure. Uh, by the way, the Megapod. I am on a. Are you ready for this? 16 and 1 Ooh. against the spread run. 16 Look and at 1. You. Now here's the with Kansas City pending tonight. But here's the thing. So the Megapod, it's three plays a week for all of us. Yeah. Me, Todd Will, Todd Wishnev, Will Hill, and our guest. This week it was Cleve TA. Amazing how it's easier than five, huh? 16 and 1. <laughs> so just killing it. But when you get in the contest and you have to do a fourth and a fifth, I drop off a cliff. So you know how hard it is to get to five. So you know my fourth and fifth were this last week? Carolina and, and Miami. So, like, I only went two and two in the contest pending tonight's game. I don't know. If, if you had told me the Raiders scored 13 points against the Dolphins, uh, we'll get to that. I would have laid so much money on that game. That, that is – it's incredible. But, yes, the – I'm sure there's no mentalers. Uh, I'm sure there's no buyer's remorse, better's remorse going on in my brain when I say this, Gil, but the uh, – Fifth pick, I feel like my all-time record in that is roughly like 6 and 172. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, okay, we're way behind on these games. By the way, do you have any play? I have Kansas City in the contest. I have Kansas City in a bet tonight, minus 2.5. I think Andy Reid, 21-3 and three straight up after a bye. Everybody knows the stats. 
21 and three straight up after a bye. I, I think Philadelphia has gotten away with some wins against Washington, against Dallas as well. I think this is where the magic carpet ride ends for Philly. Yeah, and I think Jalen Hurts is hurt, by the way. I'm, I'm with you. We're both, uh, we're both, I'm interested. I'm really interested to see that. I mean, he's been on my list for a while now. Apparently that, that sleeve did come off the knee this week. So we'll see what he looks like. Um, I did lay the points uh, for a for a bet, not huge, but it, it played played it as a bet uh, this week, and then also in the contest where we're what both two and two with that pending. Yeah. So. All right. Let's get one more here. Thanksgiving. Right. The late Thanksgiving game. 49ers at Seahawks. Seven and three Niners after their win yesterday. Six and four Seahawks after their loss. This is a big game in the NFC West. Niners, uh, they win yesterday. They beat the uh, the Bucks after teams trade punts. San Francisco goes 80 yards. Purdy to McCaffrey from four out. Seven to nothing. Niners 3:55 left first quarter. Tampa Bay first and five at the San Francisco 33. Mayfield hit by Fred Warner. Fumbles. Cleveland uh, Cleveland Farrell recovers. Leads to a Jake Moody 37-yard field goal. 10 to nothing. Niners. Then Tampa goes 75 yards. Mayfield to Evans from one out. 10 to seven. Niners. Moody added a field goal. 13 to seven. Niners at the half. Third quarter after a Tampa Bay punt. San Francisco goes 98 yards and three plays. Purdy to Ayuk for 76. 20 to 7 Niners. After a Tampa punt, San Francisco goes 79 yards. Purdy to Kittle from three out. 27-7 Niners. The route was on. It, or so it seemed. 142 left third quarter. Remember the spread's about 11 and a half here. Uh, Tampa Bay goes 75 yards. Brilliantly play called uh, after Talanoa Hufanga left the game. Mayfield to Rakeem Jarrett for 41. He beat Jair Brown who was in because Hufanga was out. Then a 22-yard P.I. on Warner. Rashad White in from 127-14 Niners, 14-11 left in the game. San Francisco three and out. That, that followed by Tampa Bay matriculating, trying to get the cover here. They convert a fourth and five at the San Francisco 29 with 7.50 to go. Mayfield to Evans for 11, but they fail on fourth and four at the 12 with 6.45 to go. So Niners backers get a reprieve right there. Mayfield incomplete intended for Evans. San Francisco three and out, though, followed by a Devin Tompkins 51-yard punt return for Tampa Bay. They're set up at the San Francisco 13. Spread in doubt again. Third and six at the Niners. Nine, Baker picked off. Deflection off of Drake Greenlaw's helmet in the end zone by Jair Brown. 3.38 to go. San Francisco backers would survive one more last gasp by Tampa Bay. 27-14 ball game. Purdy, 21 of 25 for 3.33. Three touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked four times. A 158.3 passer rating. That is perfect. It is only the second Niners quarterback ever to get that. The other, Joe Montana in 19. 1989. He was pretty good. 1989, another. Sorry, a little public enemy. Uh, McCaffrey, 21 of 78 on the ground. 21, 478 on the ground. Five catches for 25 yards and a touchdown. Ayuk, five for 156 and a touchdown. Kittle, eight for 89 and a touchdown. A 420 to 287 total yards advantage for the Niners. They were mine. They were excuse me. They were plus two in turnovers, but that led to only plus three San Francisco net points. But they really may have also prevented a key seven for the cover. Of course, there at the end. Uh, I will just say this again about Brock Purdy because I haven't in a few weeks uh, really since the Niners, you know, went out to that amazing start. I don't believe people appreciate Brock Purdy. I hope that this perfect game, and by the way, his passer rating average for the last two games is almost perfect. I hope people start to now appreciate him for the player that he is. And, you know, I had that offensive player of the year bet on him. I think I'm betting him MVP. Because nobody else has has really shined in that MVP race, uh, you know, with the exception of a guy like Mahomes who come out and be brilliant again tonight. You're like, well, he's clearly the MVP. But Purdy, to me, he is unappreciated 
Everybody says, oh, it's because he's surrounded by these great players. I don't believe that's the case. <clears throat> Pardon me. I think he's really, really good at football. And he's so quick with his progressions. He sees the field so well, as so many famous Niners quarterbacks from the past have. Uh, and we said that earlier in the year a lot about Purdy. Um, I think I want to bring Ethan Strauss on the show because he has a Purdy rant he wants to do also. Uh, who they play? Seattle. Uh, Seattle and the Rams. Oh, my God. After the Rams three and out, Seattle goes 88 yards. Geno to, uh, to DK Metcalf from 8, 7 and nothing Seattle. 520 left first quarter. Rams aided by 69 yards of penalties. Get to first and goal to five. And here's Sean McVay's brilliant play calling. Royce Freeman, rush on first. Royce Freeman on second rush. Royce Freeman on third rush. Then fourth and goal to two. Stafford incomplete intended for Atwell. Myers, 54-yard field goal made it 10 to nothing Seattle, followed by the Rams three and out, followed by another Rams three and out. Myers, 43-yard field goal, 13 to nothing Seattle. Then the Rams go 75 yards. Cup hurt at this point. Stafford to Nakua, first target of the game for Puka Nakua. Touchdown, 13 to seven Seattle. Nine seconds left. That's actually the halftime score. Okay, third quarter. Trade three and outs. Myers, 52-yard field goal makes it 16 to seven Seattle. Teams trade punts twice. Geno getting knocked out of the game in the process with an elbow injury. Stafford will also get picked. Uh, by Reek Woolen, though, but Seattle will get stopped on a three and out. So Rams then go 68 yards, Daryl Henderson in from one to make it 16 to 14 Seattle. That featured a horrible PI in the end zone. Uh, I believe it was Woolen, or was it Witherspoon, uh, covering Nakua. Nakua just tripped over his own two feet, I think. Then Locke, Drew Locke's in the game. He's picked by Darion Kendrick. So, the, so keep in mind, the Rams are down two at this point. And Kendrick makes this makes a pick in Seattle territory. But Kendrick docked, excuse me, it wasn't quite in Seattle territory because it was downfield. But Kendrick docked 15 yards for talking schmack to the Seahawks bench. So the Rams actually start back at their 21. It was further down the field than I uh, remember. No problem. Nakua to the rescue. 32 to start the drive. Nakua for 10, six plays later. Nakua rushes for seven in the first three plays later. But then first and goal at the seven. This is with them down two late in the game for the, for the Rams. Here's what Sean, McKay, uh, Sean McVay drums up. Rush on first down. Then a pass intended for Nakua. Then a little hitch pass to Henderson that has zero chance of getting in the end zone. So they have to settle for a Lucas Haversick 22-yard field goal. 17-16 Rams, 131 to go. Gino back in, no timeouts. They get it to third and eighth at their own 40. Gino to Metcalf for 21. Then instead of a spike at the Rams 39, Pete Carroll says, Sean McVay, hold my beer. They choose to run with 23 seconds left. What are you doing? Charbonnet for two, followed by a spike. They should have spiked it first and had a pass play and spiked it again if they needed to. Myers, they settle for a 55-yard field goal try, and of course it leaks right. No good. As good as Myers is, it's still 55 yards, and the Rams win 17-16. They sweep the season series versus Seattle. Only 408 total yards of offense combined in this game. These coaches are absolutely... I know people like to crush other coaches. If you watch football week to week, every play, Kelly, Sean McVay is consistently the worst coach in the NFL. I'm serious. You can crush other coaches. He's so bad week to week. Oh, uh, San Francisco minus six on the road. At Seattle. Seven? Yep, up to seven. That was moving yeah, on. Yeah, it's, it's probably better than six. Both those guys were terrible. Andy. But McVay is every week. I know people think it's my Nakua bet. It's not. He's terrible. Black Friday game next. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. 
you'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C. And trending topics on social media. As well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Skill Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. Uh, I don't want to gloss over some of the things we, uh, we've we already talked about this hour, and I realize we've got a lot more games to get to. But Deron Bland, again, I mentioned with the Cowboys, four pick sixes already this year. That matches the record. Four other guys have done it. Three other guys are four. I think it's four other guys have done it. Um, seven games left to break that. Should Deron Bland get Defensive Player of the Year consideration? Mike Greenberg, let's give credit where it's due. Mike Greenberg at ESPN, he's a Jets fan was talking about how Deron Bland has more touchdowns than the combined touchdowns of Jets wide receivers this year. <laughs> four to three. What are some of the other names of wide receivers who don't have four touchdowns uh, throughout the league? Other names, DK Metcalf, T. Higgins, Jalen Waddell, Christian Kirk, Michael Pittman Jr., Chris Olave, just a few of the just ones that few. I wrote down. That he has more touchdowns than. than. And then, of course, again, the entire Jets wide receiving <laughs> core combined. It's amazing. And that is that is two for Wilson and one for Lazard. That That's it on that team. That is it. He is down to 75 to one to win. Uh, 75 I, I to say one. down and not like I knew where he was two days ago. Honestly, is that worth I mean, like, if he gets one more. No, no. I think you got to think of it if he gets two more. Two more? If he gets two more, oh, I thought you had something. <laughs> You're like, no, 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 like, no, 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 two more. <laughs> like then is he so he's so, then he's not just one above the record. Like he is two he, he above the record. He will have shattered it at that point. Kind of. He would have kind of shattered it at that point. We get tweets at Benny. He the has book. to be a part of the conversation. Then of course he does. NC one ninety five gambler at MX Square Better says, "Oh man, can't wait for that Patriots Giants game, Gil. It'll be a nail biter with with a final of 14 to 10. I mean, DeVito versus Jones, who doesn't Jones, who doesn't get excited for that? Oh god. What's that line going to be? Uh 01 TK1 Tom K. First week betting in Florida observations, pretty consistent 10 cent lines. Don't want to cross key numbers and get middled instead employ heavy juice. Decent prop selection, but not like big multi-state operations." Oh, thank you for that review. That was pretty thorough. That was pretty good. I know a guy who won $600,000 betting blackjack in Florida. 
Oh, really? <laughs> Over the weekend. <laughs> Getting murdered by people. Jason H11, don't do it, Gilly. Don't bet the commanders. That would absolutely ruin your Thanksgiving watching Cowboys jump into the Salvation, uh, Salvation Army bin while inflatable raft Ron looks on dumbfounded. You're right. I don't know that I can, even though I think that line is high. This is a, this is a contest, which I'm kind of in. <laughs> so I don't want to mess with it. Uh, Jed O'Connor, short week, and so no firings. But what's the best odds Ron Rivera next head coach axed? Can't imagine he gets to spend Thanksgiving thankful he's employed. They're so bad. If you if your record against the Daybowl Giants is 3-0-1 these last two seasons, and yes, I'm including last year because the Giants were smoking mirrors, and the fact that Daybowl won coach of the year, I'll go to my grave saying, was complete malarkey, to use someone else's term. Uh, but the fact that you the fact that the Giants sweep you is just reason enough. Sky high. What's Birdie's itch rating this year, I wonder? Not as bad as last year. Last year he was their itch, by the way, is our megapod word for interceptions that should have happened. Sumner Hutchins, a great rundown on the Rams game. Rams money line, never in doubt. Um, and Larry Fresh, who just stopped by and said hello. He said, had to stop by and say hi, but I forgot to say thank you for all the content and laughs. Oh, man, thank you so much. Please, everybody, come by uh, when you get a chance here to the lovely Bar Canada, the D, here in downtown Good Las you, Vegas. Larry. All right, Black Friday game. What do we got? Dolphins at the Jets. Seven and three Dolphins. The four and six Jets. As the Aaron Rodgers uh, coming back, uh, you know, Buzz died yet, or no, are people still no. betting this? Yes, no, not, not Cause, at all. Cause Aaron Rodgers keeps saying yes, he's coming back, no yes. matter what. Now, no, no, matter no, what. no. I don't know. I think he still put the, 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 the preface on it that they have to be in play. Oh, well, they're not going to be. They're not going to be in playoff contention. Miami beats the Raiders, but they don't cover. Much to the chagrin of many. Uh, after a Vegas punt to start the game, third play for Miami. Tua rushes forward, hit by Luke Masterson. Fumbles recovered by Marcus Epps on review. Leads to Carlson, 34-yard field goal. That's Daniel Carlson in this case. Three to nothing, Las Vegas. Miami then goes 75 yards. Tua to Tyreek, Reek for 38 touchdown, seven to three. Miami, 203 left in the first quarter. At this point, you're like, okay, here comes Miami. They're going to roll them. They're bullies, right? Not tonight. Not today in this game. Vegas comes right back. 75 yards. O'Connell to Devontae swing for 46. 10 to 7 Las Vegas. One second left in the first quarter. Miami fourth and one at the Vegas three. Two at a Tyreek. They lose four yards. That's when you kind of knew. 9.08 left in the second quarter. After a Las Vegas three and out, Reek and, and A-Chain out with injuries. Miami, Reeks was temporary. Miami goes 63 yards. Tua to Salvan Ahmed from 11 out. 14 to 10 Miami. 2.28 left second quarter. After a Las Vegas punt, 103 left in the half. Tua to Julian Hill. Hit by Divine Diablo. Fumbles. Diablo recovers the Miami 32 with 58 seconds left. That led to a Carlson 47-yard field goal. 14 to 13 Miami. Miami just could not get away from the Raiders on the scoreboard. Third quarter, first play of the half. Tua picked deep by Isaiah Polamau. Las Vegas, though, with a three and out after that. Sanders did get a 41-yard field goal, 17-13 to 13 Miami, 526 left in the third quarter. And then after a Las Vegas three and out, Sanders a 51-yard field goal to make it 20-13 to 13 Miami with 25 seconds left in the third quarter. And you're like, okay, one more score, Miami's going to cover this. One more touchdown. The teams trade punts. Las Vegas matriculates. But fourth and three at the Miami 31, O'Connell then incomplete deep. So Miami gets the ball back, and you're like, they're going to do it. But they have a three and out. Wait, what happened to this team? The injuries. No, not the injuries. They just weren't getting it. Give Las Vegas some credit. Fourth and six for Las Vegas at the Miami 24. They're trying to tie the game. Forget the, the cover. 
O'Connell picked at point blank range, point blank range by Jalen Phillips. One more Miami punt. Las Vegas gets it again. They get it to second and ten at the Miami 39 with 32 seconds to go. O'Connell picked in the end zone by Jalen Ramsey. Ball game. 20 to 13 Dolphins. They win, but once again, do not cover. Tua, 28 for 39 for 325. Two touchdowns, one pick. He was sacked once. He did lose a fumble. Tyreek, 11 targets. 10 catches for 146 and a touchdown. I mean, it's come incredible. on. This dude is the real MVP. It's incredible. He is the real MVP. Yes, full disclosure, I have an MVP. Take Hurt his on. hand, right? Left, the, ga left yeah. the game with hand That's happened hand a couple injury. times this year where he's left and come back. For Said things. it would be fine after the game. He was just upset it was going to eat into his video game time this week. That dude is going to get 2,000 yards. He is. 422 to 296 total yards advantage for the Dolphins. 21 to 12 in first. Who are they playing? The Jets. Black Friday. The Jets, Robert Sala talking about benching Zach Wilson now? Let's get to this game. They, get, they just get destroyed by Buffalo. Opening kickoff, Xavier Gibson hit, fumbles, recovered by Quentin Morris. Jets do force a three and out because the Bills go backwards after a Quentin Williams sack of Allen, but Bass 48-yard field goal, three to nothing Buffalo. After a Jets punt, Bass 30-yard field goal, six to nothing. After another Jets punt, Bass 33-yard field goal, nine to nothing. After a Jets three and out, Buffalo punt. Wilson, second and 10 in his zone, 27, picked by Rasul Douglas. Buffalo set up at the Jets, 24, five plays. Allen to James Cook from five out, 16 to nothing. Buffalo, the route was on. Jets, looks like a three and out. Fourth and two at their own 24. Two minutes left in the half, but a fake. Thomas Morstead to Brandon Eccles for 18. Then fourth and two at the 50. Wilson to Brees for 15 on a play where the Bills medical staff went to tend to Taron Johnson, but quickly realized Taylor Rapp needed immediate attention, taken away in an ambulance. Boy, oh boy, the uh, the memories of that in Buffalo. So, I mean, I mean, Rodgers before that, but obviously DeMar Hamlin last year. It's just incredible. Uh, Jets would eventually score on a Wilson. Not comparing the two, by the way, but just uh, that field has, uh, or that stadium has had a lot of bad things happen there. Uh, Jets would eventually score on a Wilson to Hall nine-yard touchdown pass. Two-point conversion failed. 16-6 to Jets at the half. Excuse me, 16-6 uh, Buffalo at the half. Third quarter, Buffalo goes 75 yards. Allen to Ty Johnson for 20, from 28 out on a fourth and one, 22 to six Buffalo. Bass misses the PAT after a Jets punt. Allen to Khalil Shakir for 81, 29 to six. 629 left third quarter. The competitive portion of the ball game was over. Buffalo would win it 32 to six. Wilson, Zach, that is, seven for 15. He completed seven forward passes. For 81 yards, one touchdown, one pick. He was sacked five times. Tim Boyle would come in late and throw a pick as well. Buffalo had a 393 to 155 total yards advantage. They were plus three in turnovers. The uh, Jets had four. Buffalo had one. That led to plus 10 net Buffalo points. Um, this is Miami at the Jets. I'll say Miami minus six. We do not know, apparently, who the Jets quarterback will be. Not that it matters. Miami this minus six on the road. Opened seven most places up to eight. Ooh, I'm low. Our man Jonathan right here at the Circus Sportsbook desk, uh, he walked into the D this morning. He said, no, that's way too low. We're bringing it up to nine here at Circa. So Circa's posting nine on this game. No respect for the Jets, D. Because they're, they're – I mean, the Jets have been the same thing every week all year, right? Solid D that is completely torpedoed by their inept offense. And the fact that the Jets would be so – loyal to Zach Wilson this entire time. And now that they're four and six and basically Dunzo, I get it. They're not completely Dunzo, but four and six, you've let this fester for so long. And now you're going to make a change at quarterback. What sense I, does any of this I, make? Well, I, I can't defend it. Can't defend it. 
I mean, you had you had all the opportunities in the world to go out and try try to bring in something, someone. But just like with Washington, do I want to bet the Jets catching on? This is this is horrible. I was hoping that with the contest, I could like leisurely sit through a Thanksgiving contest pick and a bet and a Friday. Instead, you're telling me no. To do that, I would have to take the Commanders and the Jets. No, I don't want to do that. That's I don't want to ruin my week. So we've gotten to that point where the value's on the suckitude. Wonderful. Whole bunch more to get to, guessing lines. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the VSIN app game plus iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. Kelly allowed for a happy Thanksgiving to be uh, uttered for the first time this morning. We mm-hmm. did, we uh, we talked it out Monday through Friday. We're allowed to say happy Thanksgiving. Yep, so happy Friday. Thanksgiving to you and yours. Uh, if you're traveling, safe travels. Be safe. Uh, if you're navigating either the roads or the airports, good God, I hated navigating airports God bless this you. week. Yeah, God bless you if you're doing that. Um, getting back to loved ones. Planes, trains, and automobiles, by the way. One of the more underrated oh, movies of my childhood. That is a great movie. Yeah, <laughs> so great, great movie. What a great one. Steve Martin and John Candy. Um, uh, we have a lot to get to here. This is the, the first hour set the record in guessing lines history. Do you know for what? <laughs> the fewest, the amount, of fewest amount of games we've ever gotten Which to. means the second hour will also set a record. <laughs> That's right. Not before. Because we, we don't have any buys this week, right? We don't have any buys. Yeah, so this will. But this we, will but we got to. We literally described eight different games there. So we this should go quicker. Tom Stefan, we get tweets at beating the book. Tom Stefan, while kickers now regularly hit fifty plus yard field goals, uh, talking about Jason Myers with the Seahawks, it's far from the chip shot. Coaches seem to think it is based on their play calling in key moments of the game. You see it every week. I'm with totally, you, Tom. Absolutely, one hundred percent. That's what I said at the end of that recap. I'm like, you know, Jason Myers is a great kicker. He's a great kicker. But you can't count on 55 outdoors. And this has been, like, I've noticed this probably five times this year, too, where they're playing end-of-game situations. You're like, you could really use, like, five or ten more yards here. Like, what are you doing? And, and I know we had to get a commercial, so I said it quickly. Sean McVay's the worst coach. Week after week for the Rams. Now, I'm talking about the Rams now. People love, they love crushing Brandon Staley. Brandon Staley, because they do that whole, like, locker room, give him a noogie thing in the locker. People like to treat a nerd like Brandon Staley like that or, or any other coach. Rivera's terrible. I get it. There's a lot of bad coaches. But if you watch football on a week-to-week basis, no one does more to undermine his team than Sean McVay does play calling. The, the constant running on first down and second and third. Like, it's just, it's horrible. And then Pete Carroll did something so bad that it made you forget all about it. It really did. Can I have Brandon Staley's back real quick for a second? Yeah. I actually, I actually have a little respect for, I know he was flipping out post game yesterday because people keep asking him about taking away the play he calling, got a right? Upset. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm okay with Brandon Staley is you know, just as aware as the rest of us that he is probably on the hot seat or the hottest oh, seat yeah. of all time. I am very okay if you're like, hey, look, if I'm going to get fired, I'm going down doing it my way. Yeah. I'm very okay with that. He, he's also not Quentin Johnson, Johnston dropping that pass. He's also not Keenan Allen yep. dropping a touchdown pass. He's also not Austin Eckler fumbling at the two. Uh, Mike Stacks, the feeling of possibly losing your last survivor entry is 
so gut-wrenching. It seems like there's no good way to lose. Nine more weeks of stress coming up. Good luck to you, Mike Stacks. And Grayson Rossi, of course, Kelly would say he needs to go two above the record. Talk about Deron Bland. Remember, Michi coming, Mechie, <laughs> he said Michi, but it's Mechie coming back from cancer and only catching seven passes wasn't enough. You really oh, got no. to impress me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got games to get to. What do we got? We'll be uh, more Saints at up. Falcons. We are on to Sunday early window. Saints at Falcons. NFC South clash. We gonna get Ritter or are we gonna get Heineke here for the uh, Falcons? Do we know? Sounds like Ritter, right? Sounds like Ritter. Both teams coming off a bye. Five and five Saints, four and six Atlanta. Nothing to say about either either game because there wasn't one for either. Uh, I will say the Saints as two and a half point road favorites, not quite three. Yeah, I don't think that was official from the team, but that was an ESPN report that they will be going back to Ritter. Uh, what was your guess? Two and a half Saints on the road at uh, minus two Falcons, and a half. Falcons, one point favorite currently at DraftKings. Oh, wow. More that Falcons love me and you haven't understood all, all season. Yeah. Again, though, like, am I racing? Oh, this to... even took money from this morning when I punched it in. So oh, Saint, this was Saints it's coming one my way now. A few, uh, no, a few hours ago, and now it's Falcons one. Oh, okay. So it's, so oh, it's, it's going it's further drifting, away from you. Yeah. Drifting from me. I, does this make me want to take the Saints? I would absolutely tease up the Saints. If I that hits a one and a half, oh, I will the Saints, Saints yes. in a teaser for sure this week. For, for sure. I've do already got that written do down. I, I didn't make, think it was going to go. I want to make it as a bet or as a contest pick. And, yes, I'm concerned about contest picks because everyone counts big now with 36, including tonight's game left. Uh, okay. You file Washington, the Jets, and the Saints in all the same category. I know I, I know that Saints fans will be like, how can you put us with I'm not saying just for this for racing to bet them. Next. Steelers at Bengals. All right. The 6-4 and four Steelers at the 5-5 five and five Bengals. Bengals with extra week coming off the Thursday night defeat at the hands of the Ravens. And, of course, no Joe Burrow. It's going to be Jake Browning. Pittsburgh yesterday loses to the Browns 13-10. After a Cleveland punt and a Pittsburgh three and out, Cleveland seven play, 50-yard drive. Jerome Ford in from one, 7 to nothing Cleveland. And you figure Cleveland's going to roll. At least I did because I had Cleveland. 435 left first quarter. Hopkins would add a chip shot, 25-yard field goal before the end of the half. 10 to nothing Cleveland at the break. They're controlling the football game. And then, by the way, Pittsburgh in the first half. Punt, 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 end of half. Is that good? Great okay. offense. Pickett in the first half was 5 of 8 for 34 yards. No touchdown, no picks. He was sacked twice. Steelers were out first down 13 to 4, and they were out gained in total yards 163 to 64. But then the third quarter comes around. Second play of the half. Jalen Warren for 74. 10 to 7 Cleveland. And all of a sudden, just like that, I'm like, oh, no. This, you got to be kidding me. And every, in my head, I'm like, Mike Tomlin's got Cleveland right where he wants them. This cannot happen. Cleveland converts a fourth and one, but they have to punt on the next drive. Pittsburgh then three and out. Cleveland three and out. Pittsburgh converts a fourth and one at their own 29, but they punt. Then third and 15 for Cleveland at the Pittsburgh 36. 135 left in the third quarter. DTR picked off. Deflection by Shannon Sullivan, but another Pittsburgh three and out, followed by a 20-yard punt by Presley Harvin. I'm like, all right, this is where Cleveland's going to take advantage. But nope, Cleveland three and out to end the third quarter. Oh, God. 10 to 7 still. Pittsburgh then matriculates. Boswell, 28-yard field goal. It's 10 to 10 with 7.40 to go. I'm, I, I'm a Cleveland backer. I'm like, this cannot be happening. Pittsburgh cannot be 7 and 3 after this. Cannot lose this. Then a Cleveland 3 and out. Uh, Corey Bohorquez, 25-yard punt for the Browns. Pittsburgh starts at their own 48 with 5.47 to go in a tie game. 
but they're forced to punt nonetheless. Oh, thank goodness for Cleveland backers. Cleveland then has to punt. Pittsburgh gets it back with 142 to go at their own 30. Three and out, though. Zero yards gain. Cleveland then gets it back at their own 35 with 118 to go. And all of a sudden, Dorian Thompson-Robinson wakes up. DTR to Elijah Moore for 15, to Kareem Hunt for 5, to Amari Cooper for 8. They're at the Pittsburgh 37 with 48 seconds to go, to David Njoku for 11, Kareem Hunt then a 2-yard gain. Pittsburgh's D causes Cleveland offensive linemen to react. Five more yards, Hunt for two, and two plays later, Dustin Hopkins, 34-yard field goal. Good. Browns win at 13-10. Whew. That was a disgusting football game. Pickett, 15 for 28 for 106. No touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked three times. Jalen Warren, 9 for 129. Remember, 74 on that one run. Uh, the touchdown. Only 508 total yards of offense in the game, but notably, Kelly, Pittsburgh outgained 259 to 249, keeping their streak, in, streak intact of being outgained in all 10 of their football games this year. They're at the Bengals. Jake Browning, not Joe Burrow. I will. Yeah, this one is easy to guess, right? Because this will be exactly like the Browns not having Deshaun Watson. This is the Bengals not having Joe Burrow. I know that more or less to be the home team favored by a point. Correct? We are Steelers one. Steelers one. The Steelers are yeah. favored by a point. All right. Okay. But even that one moved. There you go. You had it dead on as of two hours ago, but it's, it's, it's jumped the fence over to the Steelers, so they're taking money. Let's do one more. All right. Moving on. Panthers at Titans. Panthers, what are you talking about? The 1-9 Panthers now. Bryce Young, 16 of 29 for 123 in the loss of the Cowboys. One touchdown, one pick. Sacked seven times, and he lost a fumble. They were held to 13 first downs, 187 total yards. And minus two in turnovers led to plus 10 Dallas net points. Tennessee is 3-7. and seven. They're the home team here against the Panthers. Um, they lose to Jacksonville badly after the team's traded punts. Levis, second and 10 at the Jacksonville 38. 749 left first quarter. He fumbled. Foyasade Oluokwan uh, recovers. Leads to a 57-yard Jacksonville drive. Trevor to Ridley, three-yard touchdown pass, seven and nothing. Jacksonville after a 14, after a 14-play 34-yard Tennessee drive. That's right, 14 plays, 34 yards that ended with a punt. Brandon McManus, 30-yard field goal, 10 to nothing Jacksonville. It'd be 13 to nothing at halftime after a 25-yarder from McManus. Levis was 6 of 10 for 38 in the first half. Tennessee only had 82 total yards and only five first downs. Third quarter, Jackson, uh, Jacksonville converted a fourth and four at the Tennessee 40. Trevor to, to Ernest Johnson from our Atlanta studios for 34. Two plays later, Lawrence in from nine, 20 to nothing Jacksonville. No need to go on. They go up 27 to nothing later in the third quarter on a Lawrence to Ridley pass. Tennessee would finally score in a little trickeration. Levis to Hopkins from 43, 27 to 7. Jacksonville would answer. Lawrence in from 5, 34 to 7. 34 to 14 was the final. Levis ended up 13 of 17 for 158. Two touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked twice. Henry, Derrick Henry, the aging Derrick Henry, it seems now, 10 for 38. Uh, Tennessee was outgained by Jacksonville 389 to 235. 389 to 235. They were doubled up in first downs 24 to 12. They were minus two in turnovers. That led to plus 14 net Jacksonville points. Carolina at Tennessee. I guess the Titans, the three and seven Titans, are favored by four. You are dead on, my there friend. You go. More favored than, by four. Exactly. Be, they're more. If they got to be playing Carolina, if the Tennessee Titans are more than a field goal favorite. Let's do one more real quick. Bucks at Colts. Bucks, we already talked about. They talked about they lost to the Niners. Mayfield was 29 of 45 in that game for 246, one touchdown, one pick. He was sacked four times and he lost a fumble. They were at a uh, 420 to 287 total yard disadvantage. They were minus two in turnovers, as we said, but that only led to plus three San Francisco net points. 
but the other one prevented the key seven for the cover. And then there's Indianapolis. Indianapolis coming off a bye, the five and five Colts. I will say the Colts are three-point favorites in this game. Colts are one-and-a-half point favorites. One-and-a-half. Okay, that might be my first play of the week. I wonder how much this has to do with, I believe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are one of your best cover teams in the NFL. I think the Colts are going to, I know, I know backing Gardner Minshew is not fun, but I think coming off a bye, Jonathan Taylor will be that much more ready to be, you know, acclimated to all this. I think he's been ramp up before the bye. I think now he's full strength. I think the Colts, I feel much better about the Colts than I did about any quote-unquote value on Washington or the Jets or the Saints. Let's put it that way. Colts might be one of my plays. Bucks 7-3 against the spread this year. That doesn't scare me. More to come, more games to get to. Numbers game, guessing lines, week 12 in the National Football League. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosts and guests. You also get unlimited access to our VSIN.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, event date, and more. Check the top VSIN experts' leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI, and see which VSIN expert has the hot hand for VSIN Pro picks, betting splits, betting guides, plus 24 7 video access. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Sign up on our Black Friday special now and get access to everything we do through May 1st for only. Only $60 at vcin.com slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. Guessing lines for Week 12 and the National Football League. We get tweets at beating the book. Eric Biggio over there at uh, Caesars. He says, uh, my get off the lawn tweet. You guys are super pros with all the music back there. He goes, uh, also, thanks, Gil, for getting public enemies. Fight the power stuck in my head for the rest of the day. You're quite welcome. I knew someone would catch on. Richard Palmer caught on, too. To 1989. Um... Eric, we got to talk about the Caesars app. We got to talk about that. Let's do lunch. Steven Vegas. Uh, always shop around. I saw in Vegas Bland, Deron Bland, Defensive Player of the Year, from 60 to 1 to 100 to 1. Um, and then Purdy from 12 to 1. Oh, the range. I see. From 12 to 1 to 18 to 1. Happy betting, fellas. Thank you for that, Steven Vegas. Definitely shop around yeah. for all these. Nash, last name Nash. I'll be on the commodes with you. I don't know if I'm going to be, man. Not because I like the number, but simply so I can excuse myself from the dinner table as the adult beverages are flowing and topics like politics get brought up. Commodes plus 11 sweat better, greater than drunk family political talks, he says. Oh, Glenn Frommel, thank you for the correction. He says the Hamlin injury was a road game in Cincy. Yesterday, the Bills were home. That is correct. I did make that error. Thank you for that. And Michael Harrison, Gil, I feel for you, had woofed. In Survivor yesterday, hands down, the most frustrating three hours of my life. Worst part was still having a chance at the end only to have it blown up out of sheer ineptitude. Organization is a disaster, not fair to the fans. But you know what? Daniel Snyder's gone. And so everything this year is gravy. I know that's like way simplistic and it doesn't make, you know, make a four and seven season any better. But it's still better than we were 365 days ago because of that. They got to get rid of the coaching staff. They got to change the name of the team. But Sam Howell's going to be fine. They got a quarterback. He just needs an offensive line. They got a draft offensive lineman. We'll do more tweets. We got games to get to. What do we got? Patriots at Giants. <laughs> the, maybe I should have kept reading tweets. <laughs> the 2-8 uh, the and eight Patriots at the 3-8 and eight Giants. Uh, New England coming off a bye. 
Giants in that win over the Commodes. Tommy DeVito, 18 for 26 for 246. Three touchdown passes, no picks, and he was sacked nine times. And they won 31 to 19 over Washington. Remember that nine sack thing? Remember that playoff game where the number one seed Tennessee Titans went up against Joe Burrow and the Bengals and they sacked Burrow nine times? And the, Bengals, and the Bengals still managed to win that playoff game. DeVito, we talked about how Deron Bland has more touchdowns than, like, the entire Jets wide receiving core and more than each of those receivers around the league you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Tommy DeVito has more touchdown passes, six, than Daniel Jones and Terod Taylor combined. <laughs> That's an awesome four. one, too. Go, Tommy! <laughs> six to four. That's a great one. Uh, Giants were outgained by Washington, as we said, 403 to 292, 28 to 13 in first. But they were plus six in turnovers that led to plus 24 net Giants points. You ain't losing when you're plus six. And they almost did. Well, they would have had plus five anyway. Uh, I will say the Patriots minus one and a half. I'll split the difference between uh, pick them and three. Because between two crappy teams, that, that line makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. How is this? Oh, my God. Patriots minus three and a half painted everywhere. <laughs> this is the one I teased you before the show. I'm going to puke while I make this bet. I'm going to puke while I'm watching this game probably. But I think I have to make a bet on the New York football Giants. Here is my review of guessing lines so far this morning. This week is pure living hell. Yes. Because you are forced. The value is clearly on a bevy of crap teams. And do you want to live through this? Washington and the Jets and the Giants. Three and a, like, listen, I think the Giants suck, but the Patriots Me are too. three and a half point road favorites. Road what? favorites. Ah. So we're, we're really saying if, if New England was at home, They'd be laying like nine points to this Giants team in right. that area. This is what said. This week is going to separate the men. What from the are boys. we talking about? It is going to separate the men from the boys. I hate. I hate it, Gil. But I'm going to bet it. I hate. It. I. I'm thinking about it through, circa millions, where again, if the Chiefs win tonight, I put in another three and two. I can still cash. But and there's only and there'll only be 35 games left after tonight. Every one of which is huge. Yep. But I'm calling like, it my race to 30. But, but am I going to have like a commodes, Jets, Giants, Colts? Like, oh, this is going to be the worst. Let's do one <laughs> See, more. that's what, that's what you were you're, uh, you're in the boat I was in last week. This is so bad. It was like, if I'm going down, I'm going down with good teams. I'm sick of playing these bad yeah, teams. Yeah, I don't know if I can do this. All right. That's uh, it. I quit. <laughs> like I, I, I'm betting that I'm betting Giants plus three and a half. I'm betting it right now after the show. We're, yeah, that's right now. I, 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 I don't get that. I don't think I can. I, it's the value for sure. I'm not laying three yeah. and a half. All right, what's next? Jags at Texans. Seven and three. Jacksonville Jaguars again. Huge they game. they uh they crushed Tennessee at Houston. The Houston Texans. We haven't gotten in that game. So Jacksonville and that win over the. Uh, over the Titans, Lawrence was 24 for 32 for 262, two touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked once, five for 17 on the ground, two touchdowns uh, with his feet. Ridley, Calvin Ridley back from that parlay, seven for 103, two touchdowns. They outgained Tennessee 389 to 235, doubled them up in first. They were plus two in turnovers. That led directly to plus 14 net Jacksonville points. And then there's Houston. We haven't talked about this game. Houston beats the Cardinals 21 to 16. If you had the over in this game, Oh, man, that would suck. 
How did it not go over? Yeah. Third play of the game. Second and one at the Houston 48. Kyler to Rondale Moore deep. Touchdown, 7-0 Arizona. Houston first drive, fourth and two at the Arizona 15. Mike Boone rushed for no gain. That led to Nada, though, three and out. Houston next drive, they go 61, all but four yards on Stroud's arm. Stroud to Schultz, Dalton Schultz, that is, from 20 out, 7-7, seven to seven, 548 left first quarter. Prater adds a field goal to give Arizona the lead again. 57-yard field goal. How good is Prater? 10-7 Arizona. Houston then goes 75 yards on 10 plays. Singletary in from 10. 14 to 10 Houston. 11-20 left second quarter. Then the quarterbacks trade picks. Kyler deep to Derek Stingley Jr. on the first play of the ensuing drive. Once again, thank you, Derek Stingley Jr. for being the third pick in the draft two drafts ago. That was very good. Then Stroud by, uh, by Jalen Thompson in the end zone after Houston matriculated. But then after an Arizona punt, Houston takes over at their own 26 with 2.15 left in the half. They go 74 yards. Stroud to Tank Dell from 40 out. 21 to 10 Houston at halftime. This game is soaring over, yes? Uh, no. Stroud, by the way, at halftime. This is at halftime, Kelly. 18 for 24 for 2.59. Two touchdowns, one pick. He was sacked once. A 333 to 144 advantage in total yards for the Texans. Third quarter after a missed Matt Amendola 48-yard field goal. And by the way, at halftime, people, I actually got Stroud MVP is going to be a huge thing tomorrow. Texts. Not so fast, everybody. Third quarter after a missed Matt Amendola 48-yard field goal try. Arizona fourth and goal at the, let's call it the one and a half. Kyler in incredible run, by the way. That was an exciting one and a half yards. 21-16, but the two-point try, which is a Kyler on a... Uh, our RPO, he run, uh, that run fails. 2.52 left in the third quarter. It's 21 to 16. Houston three and out. Arizona down five. They're stopped on downs. Fourth and three at the Houston 23. Murray to Dorch for only two. Um, Houston drive then extended by a muffed punt. But Stroud second and 10 at the Arizona 13 picked by Chris Barnes, who returns at 46 yards with 9.30 to go. Arizona then stopped on four downs, but then Stroud eventually picked second and 10 at the Arizona 25 by Antonio Hamilton Sr. With 4.58 to go, all of a sudden Stroud throwing picks. Arizona then down five, gets it to fourth and eight at the Houston 27 with 35 seconds to go. Murray incomplete pass ball game. Somehow it stays under. Somehow Houston still wins. I guess Houston should have crushed him, really, without the picks. They were deep in uh, Arizona territory. 21-16 Texans, Stroud, 27 for 37 for 336. Two touchdowns, three picks. He was sacked three times. Singletary, 22 for 112 and a touchdown. His first back-to-back 100-yard -back games of his career. And Tank Dell, 8 for 149 and a touchdown. Um, Jacksonville at Houston, a huge AFC South game. Uh, I split the difference between Jacksonville three and a pick em. Jacksonville minus one and a half. Jacksonville one right now. I will be hoping that one and a half pops and I'll be teasing up the Texans. That, yes. is, a, that is a big game for us. Uh, for, I mean, look, for those of us that have uh, Jaguars division tickets out there, this, oh, is, massive. this is massive next week. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, man, I think – I think this line is probably about right here. I'm actually, if it was Pickham or Texans one where I know it did float around, I think that would be fair too. Um, I think this is, I, I think this is a tight game, but I lean a little bit, to, a little bit towards the Texans side. Nah, I think it's about right. Uh, C.J. Stroud will be the rookie of the year. I still don't buy into the fact that he will get any MVP consideration. He'll get he'll get a vote because it's one, two, three, four, five. So he'll get votes. Well, he just had what more interceptions yesterday, right? Yeah. Than he did the whole rest of the season combined. Brock Purdy, on the other hand, oh boy.
Kinda like that. All right, whole more. We got a bunch more games to get to. We'll get them in. It's next. Numbers game. Visa in the Sports Betting Network. Skill Alexander. We get tweets at beating the book. Uh, always appreciate the uh, feedback. And Thanksgiving to you and yours, by the way. Hope everybody has a great uh, week. Jesse Welch, only because this Comeback Player of the Year award absolutely befuddles and bewilders me, is Kyler live at 60 to 1. Huge counting stats and seems to be 100% back from a serious injury. Huge counting stats. He just got back. Um, I don't think so, Jesse. 60 to 1, I wouldn't. I, I, don't, I don't think so. This is, again, it's, it's DeMar Hamlin. And I, I, think, I think we tend to overthink it. Um, I know Jason loves John Mechie. We had the whole, we had the whole very uncomfortable uh, cardiac arrest and leukemia conversation. I'll tell you what's worse than uh, Kyla Murray at sixty to one. You know who's on here at twenty to one? Aaron Rodgers. Just stop it. They just, just, stop just been it. hanging it there for a few stop weeks it. now. Yeah. By the way, there's also an Aaron Rodgers prop about him taking a snap. Let's have a no option too on that. Yep. That would be good. Yeah. Um, hold on, there's more tweets. Let me just get to these other two. This is from uh, Bainbridge DeWeese. You think backing Minshew isn't fun, Gil? I'm pretty sure I'm taking Indy in my survivor pool down to me and eight others. Of course, I could go to England Patriots or Tennessee and feel equally nauseous. Oh, what a, what a nauseating oh, week boy. this is. <laughs> I think you're going with the right side if those are the choices you have left. Yeah. And ben, and ben Handorf. Gilly, I'm feeling hollow today as I took your commodes and survivor this weekend. I had a good Sunday betting and fantasy-wise, but still left feeling empty, not being able to do the mental gymnastics that is survivor. Hashtag fire riverboat. Yeah, man. It sucks to lose in survivor this late. And it's really even not that late. You know what I mean? Like... In past years, some of us have gotten past Thanksgiving, too, which is really sort of the, the threshold in Circa. And, and it's, it's hard to say this, but, like, having more than 300 entries left is still a lot of entries. But it still sucks. Cause, and exactly what Ben said. Not being able to just do the mental gymnastics. Forget the money that you paid to get in. Forget the money that you could have won. It's the exercise of it that, that you miss so much. All right, we got games to get to. All right, we're into the late window. Browns at Broncos. Browns and Broncos, 7-3 and three Browns now at the 5-5 five and five Broncos. Uh, Cleveland, we talked about. Dorian Thompson-Robinson, 24-43 of 43 for 165. No touchdowns, one pick, and he was sacked once. He was good when it mattered at the end. Boy, was he on that last drive. Only 508 total yards of offense in the game. Cleveland did outgain Pittsburgh. So Pittsburgh, as we mentioned, 10 straight games this year. All of their games outgained. Um, and then there's Denver. Last night, the Broncos lose 20, oh, excuse me, the Broncos win 21 to 20. They beat the Vikings. Uh, the Broncos in their last three games now are plus 10 in turnover differential. They were plus three yesterday, and it was everything. Third play of the game, third and one at their own 34 for the Vikings. Dobbs on a designed run, stripped by Baron Browning, grabbed by Jaquan McMillian. The officiating consultant on the broadcast, I forgot his name, uh, says it should have been a 15-yard flag on Denver. There was an area flag. It did set up a uh, – Denver was set up at the Minnesota 30. The defense did hold, but it led to a, a Lutz 31-yard field goal. The Broncos led 3 to nothing. 10-28 left in the first quarter. Dobbs was in and out of the tent after that, after that hit. Minnesota punted. Denver 3 and out. Minnesota down 3 to nothing. They go 65 yards, all but 18 on the ground. First play of the second quarter, Dobbs' shoes throwing it away or taking the sack. He sheds Jonathan Cooper. He hits Josh Oliver. Three-yard touchdown. Kirk Cousins could never, ever in a million years have made that play. Seven to three. 
Vikings. Denver, three and out. Minnesota gets it back. Joseph, 34-yard field goal, 10 to three. Minnesota, 8.09 left in the second quarter. Then Denver gets a Lutz, 30-yard field goal, 10 to six. Minnesota, 4.08 left. Minnesota punts after this is the end of this half. Both coaches botched it. Minnesota punts after a terrible play call and pass on third and one. At, at, that stopped the clock and gave Denver back the ball uh, with just under a minute left or just over a minute left. Minnesota was having no problem matriculating on the ground, and I don't know why they did that. So Denver gets the ball back. Um, they matriculate first and 10 at their own 47 with 47 seconds left. Wilson to Adam Troutman for 14. Broncos have two timeouts left, and oddly, nay, stupidly, Kelly, they don't use one of them. By the time the next play was over and they gained five yards and used their second timeout, there was only 17 seconds left in the half at the Minnesota 34. So they settle for a Lutz 52-yard field goal. He makes it, but if you had Minnesota money line for the first half, boy, oh, boy, did... Old Sean Payton, do you a favor there. 10 to 9, Minnesota at halftime. Third quarter, Denver 3 and out. Minnesota, 3rd and 8 at the Denver. Uh, I don't know what yard line here. Dobbs, touchdown. Cousins could never have ever in a million years made that play. What an unbelievable play by Dobbs there. 17 to 9, Vikings. Uh, 7.55 left in the third quarter. Denver 3 and out. Minnesota matriculates. They're about to just put this game away. But first and 10 at the Denver 34, Alexander Madison hit by DJ Jones and he fumbles, recovered by Josie Jewell, 248 left in the third quarter. That would lead to a Lutz 37 yard field goal, 17 to 12 Minnesota, 1240 to go. Then Minnesota first and 20 at their own 15, Hobbs hit by Josie Jewell, picked by Jaquan McMillian. Denver set up first and goal at the nine. They have to settle though for a Lutz 28 yard field goal. The defense holds for the Vikings after a second down face mask penalty on Mims set the Broncos back. 17-15 Denver, 10-37 to go. Then Minnesota, another three and out, but instead of a punt, fake! Snap to the up back, Ty Chandler goes for 31. Then third and 20 at the Denver 48, Dobbs to Ty Chandler for 19. Fourth and inches at the Denver 28, took his push, convert, but they have to settle for a Joseph 30-yard field goal, 20 to 15 Minnesota. Oh no, it's open for Denver backers with a touchdown and a two-point conversion to win this. 317 to go, Denver third and 10 at their own 25. Sean Payton calls a running play. Pirine. Samaje Pirine runs for seven. Obviously, he had a fourth down play in mind. They do. Wilson to Sutton on fourth and three for 13. What a catch by Sutton. There was also a defensive PI that would have saved him also. Ten plays, 75 yards, 214. They get it into the house. Wilson to Sutton from 15 out. The two-point conversion will determine the spread. Remember, it was two and a half in favor of the Broncos. They're up one, 21 to 20 with 103 to go because, of course, it will. No good, not even close. Denver, 21-20. Minnesota did get the ball. They started the 25 with all three other timeouts. They, uh, they did convert a fourth and one after Addison didn't turn it up on second down. Uh, Hobbs had an incredible scramble just to get it back to the line on third down. Then Dobbs sneak converts on fourth. But it was four and out from there. Ball game. Denver wins it 21-20, but Minnesota covers. For Minnesota backers, that's all that mattered. Wilson, 27 of 35 for 259, one touchdown, no picks. He was sacked twice. They were plus three in turnovers. That led to three Lutz field goals, plus nine Denver points net on that. And that is all she wrote. And again, the Broncos, not only plus three in turnovers last night, they're plus 10 in turnovers when you go back to their games against Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. It's just been an unbelievable ride for the Broncos in these, in these past three weeks, getting to a 500. I will say, and this is another one like that Cleveland-Cincinnati thing earlier against Pittsburgh, where I kind of you kind of know what the line is, right? 
Denver's got to be about a one-and-a-half-point favorite in the same way that they were right around there against Minnesota here against Cleveland. Yes? Yep. Is, is it one of that? That is great deductive reasoning by you, Gil I, Alexander. I deduced. <laughs> it is, yeah, Broncos one I didn't, I didn't, I deduced it. Uh, let's go. Let's get a couple more in here. All right, Rams at Cardinals. Uh, four and six Rams. We talked about Stafford in victory over the Seahawks. 17 of 31 for 190. One touchdown, one picks. He was sacked once. Only 488, uh, 408 total yards of offense combined in that game. And then Arizona, who we talked about, lost to the Texans. They're two and nine. Kyler was 20 of 30 for 214. One touchdown, one pick. He was sacked three times. Seven carries for 51 and a touchdown. Arizona by one and a half, splitting the pick in the three at home. This is Rams one point favorites. Like every, I said this about the Rams Seahawks last week, the Megapod question of what's the game you want no part of? Rams Cardinals will be that game. Want absolutely no part yeah, of Yeah, I can't imagine. How, how could you possibly have conviction here? I mean, the, on, the only thing I could possibly be talked into is actually on the total over. If I could have a conversation but. with Sean McVay before the game and just absolutely go nuts on him, then maybe I'll bet the Rams. Hey, plus, uh, plus, we don't know uh, what's going on with Cup. Right? We don't, well, uh, as I said, they're better off without him because then I actually have to spread the ball around and get it to Nakua. I don't know why I'm whispering and talking like that, but I'm just saying. What's next? One more. <laughs> Crazy. Chiefs, Chiefs, at, Chiefs at Raiders. 425. I'm, te- I'm telling you, if you don't believe me how bad Sean McVay is from week to week, you're not watching enough Rams football. I'm not, it's dreadful. I'm not arguing that. I'm not going to say that the Rams are better without Cooper Cup. They I'm are. That. They are. I'm telling you with 100% certainty they are. Because all Stafford does is feed it to his boyfriend. They were better without him before this. I, before he, Anyway. Chiefs at Raiders. Chiefs by uh, Chiefs. Uh, sight unseen. They play tonight. Raiders losing but covering against the Dolphins. O'Connell, 24 for 41, 24 of 41 for 271. One touchdown, three picks. He was sacked twice. Chiefs by seven on the road against the Raiders. This is up to nine and a half. Nine and a half. This is another one I don't want to. I don't want to play the Raiders. Yeah, I'm not going down that road. (laughs) Week 12 is brutal. Brutal for these. I mean, definitely you can't you can't make a call on this till after tonight. My contest entry is going to be the poo-poo platter of picks. Coming back, three more to get to, I believe. Numbers game, Vsin. A numbers game on Vsin, the sports betting network. Betsgiving is back. Starting Wednesday, all of Vsin's host writers and analysts are competing in a week-long competition to see who is the best better at Vsin. Follow all the bets and leaderboard at Vsin.com or go to the DK Sportsbook app. Select social then betting groups where you'll be able to join our Betsgiving group to follow the action. You excited, Kelly Bidlin, for Betsgiving? Let's go. Let's go. Mine will be flooded with NBA bets. People are going to be excited. That's what Thanksgiving's all about, right? People are going to be like, why does Gil bet so much in-game college basketball? He doesn't really talk about this a lot. (laughs) Looking forward to it starting Wednesday. This, of course, um, assumes that I can get in, technologically speaking, and actually make it all work. I thought we had you set. I got myself set, thank you very much, except for, like, I don't know how to change my name to something that people will realize, oh, that's you. Oh, it is. It's defaulted to some random thing, underscore Gil. Oh, yeah, I just left mine. You just left yours. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody is. I'm going to have to text Goulet because there's some details that I don't want to I'm sure he knows all about oh, I'm sure he does. <laughs> I count on that. Uh, this is, uh, we get tweets at beating the book. This is from uh, a Joe named Jim. A Joe named Jim. 
singing Alexander Madison in the Hamilton cadence? I thought I was the only person on earth that did this. Just you wait. <laughs> no, man, I do it every time yeah. Alexander <laughs> Madison gets the ball <laughs> in my head. I'm singing Hamilton. Uh, yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's a pretty common one, actually. <laughs> Stringfellow Hawk. Giants fan here. Tommy DeVito versus Belichick defense could be Pat scoring on defense. I'll lay the three and a half. There you go. Yeah, I've got a lot of those tweets. Um, sure, go for it. Arch. I, I just don't think this is the same Belichick or the same Patriots team for us to be connecting those kind of trends to. Arch Indy. We disaffectionately refer to Sean McVay as Coach McGenius, the same way a trashy, overrated home is sometimes called a McMansion. And Max Cash. Oh, Max Cash was our baller. Yeah, he was the guy who was the baller who uh, tweeted it. What did he tweet last week? That oh, was the yeah. baller tweet? I can't uh, remember what it was. I think he had to be oh, helped he, out a couple like, times. I think he was like, what if you have a million dollars on you know, the sports book? What's kind of security? Security get? knows who he is. I know, Ma- I know Max Cash. I'm paraphrasing it. I'm just joking. He says, set the over-under on how many entries will split the survivor pot. He sets it at nine and a half. Ooh, great call. I will go over. Oh, I will okay. go over, but not by much. I think it will be in the teens. That'll be an interesting. I mean, at what point is too like is too many to chop with though? What do you mean, too many to chop? Too many people. There will there will not be a chop if there's too many. No, I, yeah, I know, but I think you I think you're already getting up there when you're talking in the teens. Hmm. I don't. I think if they're teens, like, remember how we talked about like all it takes is one guy. All you know it takes what I mean? is one guy, dude. And this that, is my biggest thing. One guy or one girl, right? Yeah. Who thinks they didn't get there with the help of great fortune, yeah, right? And they're like, I'm just better at this than all of you are. I'm not shopping with you guys. That's all it takes, and there's no chop. But I think if there's 15, 16, I don't think people are racing to chop at that point. Even though it's going to be a lot of money, the intrinsic value. I just think people get greedy. They're like, we've been in this for 17 weeks or 18 or 19, whatever yeah. it is, because there's a Thanksgiving and a Christmas. I'm going to the end. Last year where there was three who chopped at the end and they did some game, yeah, right? That's, yeah, we think. That yeah. was smart of them. Right. Because they all guaranteed themselves a nice chunk of cash. I want to say a million each or something. Yeah, I thought it was and like half played, of it and then they played they for played the, the second rest. half. Yeah. That's the way you play. But that's three people. If you have 15, that ain't happening. I don't think. Plus, again, remember, you got to organize all this separately. Right. You and, know what I mean? Like, right. that is, this. it's not something that Sergey handles for you. You have to yeah. handle all of that separately. we got three more to get to. What's next? Bills at Eagles. Bills at Eagles. This is still an afternoon game. Yeah. Okay. 425. So, so the Eagles, obviously, sight unseen. They play the Chiefs, which is a huge game tonight. This is the gauntlet. Remember, this is the Eagles gauntlet, so it doesn't stop. The 6-5 and five Bills, who had the bye against Zach Wilson yesterday. Uh, at Philly, who's eight and one currently, and that's correct. The Bills have played eleven football games at this moment, and the and the Eagles have played nine. That will obviously change to ten tonight. Uh, Allen, Josh Allen, in victory was twenty of thirty-two for two seventy-five, three touchdowns, one pick. He was sacked once yesterday against the Jets. Shakir, three for one fifteen and a touchdown. He had that big long touchdown pass, three ninety-three to one fifty-five total yards advantage against the inept. Zach Wilson, and then Tim Boyle led Jets. And they were plus three in turnovers, which led to a plus 10 net Buffalo points situation. Philadelphia again plays tonight. Philadelphia minus four, I will say, sight unseen on the Eagles tonight. Obviously, injuries uh, could play a factor. This is three and a half now. Hold on. Yeah, I think it should be a tick above three, basically. I think we're three and a half. Yeah, Eagles three and a half painted pretty much everywhere. This opened a lot of spots three which I was kind of eager to get down on the Eagles with on that side, but I wasn't going to make a bet before the game tonight. 
So, yeah, three and a half painted everywhere now. Sunday Night Football. Ravens at Chargers. Ravens on extra rest. They beat the Bengals on Thursday against the Chargers, who, again, torpedoed by their own selves, charging yesterday against the Packers. When Johnston drop pass, touchdown. Keenan Allen drop touchdown. Eckler fumble at the two. Herbert, 21 of 36 for 260 yesterday in defeat at the hands of the Packers. Two touchdowns, no picks. They were sacked twice. Eight carries for 73 yards. Herbert does it with his legs sometimes. And Keenan Allen, despite that drop, 10 for 116 in a touchdown. Baltimore by four on the road. Give the Chargers a little respect, but not you much. You are dead on this one. Yep, Ravens four painted across the board. Huh? All right. Monday night football. Yes. Bears at Vikings. Three and eight Bears. Six and five Vikings after they lose last night in dramatic fashion to the Broncos. Fields in defeat in one of the strangest football games. Again, we started with this game. I don't think we did it enough justice. We didn't start, but it was the second game. Oh, no, it was the first game. Fields was 16 of 23 for 169 yesterday. One touchdown, no picks. He was sacked twice. 18 carries for 104, as is his M.O., Moore, DJ Moore, 7 for 96 and a touchdown. And again, they out time of possession to Detroit, if you will. 40 minutes and 24 seconds to 1936. They were, they, were, uh, they were plus two in turnovers. Detroit had four. They had two. That led only to plus one Chicago point. That's it. And again, this was the weirdest game because Chicago seemingly had it in control. There was four minutes and 22 seconds left or whatever it was, above four minutes. The Lions scored in a blink. It was a three and out, and the Lions scored again. And it was just like, what just happened? Do you imagine if Aiden Hutchins, by the way, if that if that safety wasn't a safety and Hutchinson yeah. had, like, scooped and scored it and they had covered Detroit? Yeah, the uh, yeah. It was the, the offensive lineman. It was so funny because it looks so lazy in real time, but it was, like, the smart choice. It was where, a smart thing. Where he do. goes down to, like, halfway goes down to pick it up. And he's like, yeah, yeah I'm not going to okay. get there. Let me just kick it's it. It's a smart thing. Yeah, it was do. a smart thing. Darnell Wright. Yeah, the Bears. Uh, so that was the Bears in defeat. And then Minnesota, as we just talked about, losing 21-20 somehow to the Broncos. Dobbs, 20 of 32 for 221. One touchdown, one pick. He was sacked twice. Eight carries for 21 yards and a touchdown. He did lose a fumble. And I will say it again. The two touchdowns for the Vikings last night, the Dobbs scramble, avoid avoid the, uh, the defender, throw the three-yard touchdown pass, and then his scramble run. Kirk Cousins doesn't play, make those plays ever. No, never. He never does. Never. Plus three. But Dobbs can't hit Justin Jefferson on 60-yard touchdown passes when Justin Jefferson gets back. You think that's the case? Yes, I think that's the case. Why? Because the, the, the arm talent we've seen with Kirk Cousins for years. But, what, but you're just deciding that. Okay. By the way, we had somebody on who said, like, Dobbs really sort of fell off later in the year with the Cardinals. No, he didn't. His team was terrible. Yeah, his team was terrible. Um, Minnesota plus three in turnovers yesterday. Uh, excuse me, minus three in turnovers, which led directly to plus nine net Denver points. Um, boy, oh boy, that was everything in that game. Chicago at Minnesota. I'll say Minnesota by four and a half. Three and a half. Oh, I think I like the Vikings there then. Okay, there's a play. I like the Vikings. What did you say that the, uh, what did you say the Baltimore Chargers line was? Four. Okay. Like you were dead on what did you say the Philly-Buffalo line was? Three and a half, which has risen. Oh, okay. That opened pretty much three, I think, everywhere. Because if those were, if either of those were three, I would play the favorite. But I'm sure once it gets to three, people will immediately buy it back. What do you read into that movement? Which, like, which like, movement? Okay, let's start tonight. I think it's a good way to close this anyway. Start tonight. It's two and a half. 
There are some threes out there, right? But that has mainly stayed two and a half all week on that Monday night football game tonight against the Chiefs. It's like you, me, and Matt used to talk about on primetime action. We were always so shocked by how information or, or the situation was always out there for as long as it was. And then right before game time, it's as, and I would joke, it's as if there's 10 and more million people betting every <laughs> right in this country. Um, I just think people bet when they bet. And most people bet late. They're not like us. Yeah. They're not immersed in this. And so they wake up Monday morning, they're like, two and a half? I got to bet the Chiefs. It just surprised me that this has barely moved, and then already that Eagles-Bills game has come off the three and gone to three and well, a half It's, off the it's either super early or super late. Right. I just, I'm surprised we haven't seen more threes on this. It makes me a little nervous tonight where the books are glad to take Chiefs money and not go up to three and get a wave of Eagles money in. Yeah, That's what be, it, it might feels be three like by game. a little bit. It might like, be three by game. Yeah. Um, bottom line is I don't read much into any of it because to speculate is a yeah. fool's errand. Yeah, I, I, that's probably yeah. the best. Yeah. God, what did we learn from that exercise? That I that I love crappy teams like on value. The only, the only legit teams that I kind of like are Minnesota and Indianapolis in the end. Hope you found some value in that exercise. It has been tried and true all year. We've done all we can do. Best bets is next. Enjoy from Visa, the Sports Betting Network. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.